I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. So excited you decided to join us today. Um, before we jump in and um, talk about uh, the topic today, I'll get it out. Um, I'm not. I'm leaving that in. Uh, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shoe machine on the market, bar none. Uh, they are awesome. They rock. Uh, mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. We have uh, a special quote unquote special going on right now where we're giving quarterly memberships. We're super excited about that. People seem excited about it. Um, and then that maybe, maybe come in and join for three months and take a couple months off. I personally would never leave teachhoops.com, but you have that option and uh, it's great. So go over and check it out. Teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Let's head off to the podcast. And so, and you know, that's, that's our program values. That's, that's what we're doing. What do you want to sacrifice? And what is it like, what do you value the most? And right. once you understand that, really that it's, it's bigger than you, right? And you're building and which something. Is hard, which is hard for a teenage oh, boy. It's very hard. Oh my gosh, try to tell them that, hey, listen, man, in this sport, you need everybody. It's just like, what? You know, it, it was weird because even, uh, yeah, one, even getting water was a problem, right? People thought they were too good to get water, like during the time. Right. And it came to the point this year, like, I had to I had to make a statement. So I made everybody get a cup of water during the timeout. It's, no, everybody woke over there and get a cup of water, right? And now come back just so they can show that nobody's better than anybody right. else. You know, and just like you said, it's building that culture. Um, and then after I kind of beat him in the head a little bit, <laughs> speak about the discipline and stuff like that. Um, what I've really talking about is we want to build unbreakable bonds, right? So we want to create a brotherhood on this team that's like nothing else. Uh, and that's really the goal um, is to when this is all over, right? When this, because this season is going to be three, four months, right? We've been together since the beginning of school. So we're going to be together for about six months, just being with each other, practicing hard, getting after it. 
Um, but when this is over, you guys want to build memories that you will have forever, right? And something that we started doing this year, and I loved it. Um, every Saturday morning practice, we started, I played Uno with one of my kids. Um, and we played Uno for conditioning, right? So um, practice started at 9, 8.30 was the Uno game. And I promise you, it came to the point where, like, parents were, like, jumping off their kids, like, coach your mom, I watch. And I played Uno with my kids for conditioning. And that just built a culture, you know, built a relationship. Explain um, how so. Uno works. Explain how this works. So uh, 8.30, the kids come in, the Uno cards are on the table. We play best out of seven. Um, so it's the card game Uno. Yep. So you know, how many kids do you have in your team? I had this year we carried 12. So it's you and 12, all 13 of you are playing nope. one game? I pick a kid. Oh, it's one kid. Yeah. yeah you versus yeah, one kid. kid. Yeah. So it's kind of like they all get to cheer on, you know, their, their teammate. Uh, okay. And it's just okay. me and my staff and maybe a parent like, come on, coach, you can do okay. it. So I pick a kid every week. Um, and that's how we did that Saturday morning, right? So okay, I was going, that. God, that would take forever. If no, that would take forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That would okay. take forever. Yeah. That would take forever. We can't okay. do that. <laughs> okay. That uh, and we did that. Um, I love that. Friday that's night. a great, that's a great, that's a great golden nugget there. Just something. It's got to be something. It doesn't. got to be something. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. To, to show them also that, like, I'm, I'm more than just the guy who's screaming at you during the game. You know, right. like. Let's build this relationship. I'm the, I'm the guy that beats you in Uno every Saturday. That's the I'm guy. that guy too, you know. So <laughs> it was awesome just for them to see that other side of me, the laughing, joking, goofy, and I try to insert that as much as possible. Um, but you know, it's a thin line, especially as a young coach. You you do want to win because you kind of want to prove to yourself that you can win. But right. I also had to take a step back and uh, remind myself that hey, listen, man, like it's not all about that, right? You have kids who are giving you everything they got, acknowledge it, right? And just, yes, let them know when they're not doing the right thing, but also let them know when they are, you know, like tell them that, yo, this is great. Uh, I love what you did in school. Uh, I love what you did for your sister to show them that it's bigger than basketball. Um, and a big thing that we're getting into is community service. Uh, like during Christmas time, um, I'm making it my mission to hit a shelter or hit somewhere where these kids can serve somebody else i think that's, uh, that's really just, good coach that's I, yeah. such a surreal experience man yep such a surreal experience you know this year a lot of my kids got chance to go to uh like the shared communities like the ymca and uh, they fed homeless during uh christmas time like right before christmas break and when they came back and we got back to practice and i just spoke to them and because you could see like they were all in like state of like what just happened i'm like how do you guys feel and it was like coach I feel amazing. Like, yo, I just helped somebody who didn't know what they're going to eat next get a meal. And I'm like, right. God, like, that's the ultimate goal. Like, that, that's the golden rule, right? You treat others right. like you want to be treated. Right. And so every year I try to just beat that into them because it's, it's also a wake-up call to them because a lot of these kids with social media and technology, they're all, like, full of themselves, you know, and they get that. Well, part of, part, of it, part of it, too, is it's, um, it's, the, um, it's the egocentric – you know, brain of, yes. you know, of, of that, you know, yeah. Yes. Of people. Right. And that's just, uh, and I, I think that's one of the biggest thing though, is like, you just spoke about like, when you stop living for yourself, like it just makes much more sense. Right. You know, like, you know, that you're here to help other people. So yeah. 
Um, and so, and that's what we build on, and that's what we talk about. And I also get ideas at this point from the kids of stuff they would like to do. You know, like maybe if it's a bowling night, or maybe it's just, hey, coach, we want to see where you live, and let's come over for dinner one night, right? So right. it's all type of things that we can do to build bonds outside of basketball. That which is really important, have. and that's been a, that's been an underlying theme on everybody too. It's like you got to build, you have to build relationships outside of the court if you yes. want to do stuff on the court absolutely band of brothers is what i'd refer to it as i love it there's a reason they brainwash those it it is but it's band of brothers man it's like it's it's the um don meyer foxhole test like who do you Mm. want your foxhole like yeah you know who do you you know i'm in the front who am i gonna put on the left and the right behind me? that's nice yeah it's that that. foxhole test we always do the foxhole test early in the season it's like i love that foxhole guys and it's amazing it's like you know, that's, it's trust. It's trust. Yes. Yes. You build that. Yes. I love that. Being a brother. I love it. Um, and you know, you were kind of in my PowerPoint earlier, but this is kind of how we leave it. Uh, this kind of how I break down and it is just, you want to leave it better. Right. And you want to be great. So we reemphasize, you know, that be, that be great thing. And, um, it's important. You want to leave this program in a better shape than you entered it. Right. And the mission is to be great from the moment you enter this and carry on that attitude forever. Um, right. So we just let the let the guys know that hey, listen, regardless of whatever record we end up being or whatever we achieve, we want to make sure that come March, April, this program is in a much better position than it was in October and November, uh, and that's what we emphasize, and that's what. Um, the kids are starting to understand that if they build something here, right, it's up to the next class to go here, right? You right. can't just keep the program here and expect it to be better. And um, that's how we end the presentation. Uh, and I speak to the kids um, about, you know, our mission during the season, our goals uh, within the season. And we just get it going from there. And every day, 23 really, is tall. 23 is tall. How 23 tall is, is real tall. Oh, man. He he was six, seven and a half. Six, seven. He's yeah, a um, big boy. But um, it was the first year ever playing basketball. <laughs> it's one of those. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he was a great kid, though. Phenomenal. Lights out. Uh, but and uh, and this this is us, man. This is before yeah, game. And I'll, and I'll put your I'll put he's shown his con for the, those who are listening. He's shown his contact information right now, so I'll put that in the show notes too. Yeah, along with yeah. This, so just so people have it. Anything else on this, Coach? That's really it, man. Okay. I'm just gonna <laughs> reach out to you and other coaches just to get some more advice. No, I think mind. it's great. I think it's great. Um, all right. So let me add now. Let me now. Let me take over where I feel comfortable. Hold on. I'm yes. Sharing. So all right. So um. Let's talk about a couple things. So describe your coaching philosophy. You kind of have a little bit in the stuff we've done already, but what's your coaching philosophy? Yeah, so uh, as a team, and basically how we're going to get after it is uh, we are really a defense-first type of team. Um, So that's something that as coaching, I took pride in and I preached to the boys um, that we're going to play defense. Um, So that's something that uh, to me You play zone or you play man? uh, We – man is my – it's what I would love to play 24-7, but because my kids sometimes don't understand how to play man, especially in a pick and roll situation, uh, we are forced to play a lot of zone this year, but I love to press. Um, so we're going to press, we're going to get after it, and then in the half court, we're going to get into a man. 
Okay, so I'm gonna be devil's advocate now. Yeah. So, so, so I think from from having talked to enough coaches, it, you probably see a lot of zone, right? Yes. Yes. So I think you want to be different than everyone else. Yeah. I think you want to start either. playing man. I think you want to get good at man. I think you want to start working on like pack line or mm -hmm. push yes. left or something like that because that's one of the knocks on New York City basketball is no one plays D. Yes. They play a lot of zone. Yes. Um, that's the college recruiter's issue, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. You think about it. Um, so that would be my that would be my challenge to you is like how can you start teaching them the things that they need so they can, just so you can play more man. Level. Right. Yeah, and that's and that's what we're that's the big and I think <laughs> as far as philosophy goes with this program, that's it, right? That's where it stops because we have to do that, right? That's the biggest thing and kids know. Because you'll that be I'm, you'll be different. 100%, right? And we'll be we'll be able to play with anyone, right? It, it doesn't matter what they're going to do if we're really good at playing man defense. Yep. Doesn't matter. Cuz you we're can teach good. them a you can teach them the 2 3 zone in a day. I can teach them that during the timeout. Right. Right. <laughs> like, but if you but, can play man and they get man and the and here's my sell to you cuz again like I said I've talked to a bunch of New York City coaches. I think the sell to them is if you want to play at the next level, yes. You're going to play man. You have to Okay. And, and that, Unless you're going to Syracuse and playing in your in your 6 7 and long Watch every college basketball game. What are they playing? Man. Man. Watch the NBA. What are they playing? Man. man. I mean, That's you it. have to play man. So you, you drive that the point to them is it's harder. We have to be able to do this. Yeah. And it's and like it, that's how you sell them because they're teenage boys. They don't want to they, they want to take the easy way out. Right. Like, well, you all want to play. I unless your guys are different than mine, they all want to play in college. So right. Like, Wait, all, I want to help you play in college. If you can't play man, you can't play in college. That's it. Period. And that's said, it, Coach. Like, and, and, and here's we, we're we, gonna teach you, and then that's where you got to come up. And this is another coach I was talking to. You got to come up with a glossary of, of of um of terms, like so everyone knows what help side is. Right. Everyone knows it's ball side or strong right. side. I mean, right. all your terms have to like get consistent. I think. Yes. Um, yes. Is there one coaching moment for your first couple of years as a head coach that we could dive into that might be beneficial to someone listening? Yes, um, I would say this year when I had to get rid of my most talented player. Um, that was, yeah, that was the toughest uh, moment for me because uh, we were on the road. Um, we jumped up 15 early, 15 nothing early. Um, but this team, they, they had depth. So they had about 12 kids who can play. And I had, I'm going to say, Four and a half, give right. me five, right? So right. Um, they came back. They made a little run. Um, so now everybody's getting frustrated. Um, we're missing assignments now. Playing man, right? Um, but we, we, we weren't switching anything, right? That was a rule. Um, so we're getting frustrated because we're not we're not tough enough to now fight over screens or, or uh, move under screens. So everybody's getting frustrated with each other. So I burn the time out. So why don't like, you switch everything? Uh, because my big was on the court. I had two bigs with terrible feet. Okay. That's valid. Like, that's so valid. that's valid. That's valid. Yeah. If I switch and they have pretty because good guards. kids are like not that. good at isolating and like the mismatch is not like. No. But if not you get a big all. on a guard outside, especially a six, seven kid that doesn't have any feet. That can't move his play. feet. It's like, whoa. Like, you know, it was a, it was a process teaching kids how to jump rope. So right, I was right. like, like, and I, I had tough guards that, that 
were able to sweat. Like in practice, we would get after it, right? Screens were, people would be on the floor because like they're fighting so hard. So I knew they were able to do it. You know, it right. wasn't a question of if they can do it, you know, it's just that they, they start being lazy in the game and looking for a bailout. Right. Because uh, I tell the kids all the time, they tend to be afraid of the moment when it's like, hey, if you, if you spend 90 days preparing to fight over a screen, right, and you have three seconds to do it in the game, why are you not going to do it, right? You prepared right. 90 days for this. Right. Just fight over the screen, <laughs> right. right? Capitalize on that it's, moment. Because it's work. That's why. Because it's work. Because <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, right? it's tough. So that's what I I've, tell them too. It's easy to shoot a three. It's harder to get to the free throw line. It's hard to get. No, it's it's harder to get to the rim. You it's know, it's tough getting beat up. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's hard. It's hard going. It's hard standing up to the bully. Is what I seriously. Say. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Seriously, um, man. Um, so I burned a timeout, and um, I'm like, Jaden, and I ripped this kid. I'm like, Jaden, first of all, you did not fight over a screen. And second of all, you... You look like you don't know how to play basketball right now. Right. And he said during the timeout, he was like, Coach, you're going to stop yelling at me. And I was like, All right, this is it. Um, hey, big guy, go to the end of the bench. The assistant coach is going to take you to the locker room. You're, you're done, right? Because what you're right. not going to do is disrespect, not at all. Like everybody's going to scream that. And you know better. Like he's my right. returning player. He's one of my three returning players. So right. he, he knew, you know, how much I loved him and he knew. Uh, as a person, how much I care for him, and um, but this is like strike four because he missed a couple six a.m.s. Um, he left out of one of the practices during the year, but you know every time we had a meeting, meditation, we everything's gonna be okay. Uh, right. This is it. Uh, this is this is the last straw. This, this is, is a it. straw um, that broke the camel's back. Yeah, man. yeah, 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 yeah. This this is done. Um, so then after the game, um, we we're, we're all together, and I said, listen, we're gonna handle this as a family. Um, but I want all you guys to know that he will never put on a Gordon jersey again. Right. Um, and I told him, you will never put on a Gordon jersey again. And uh, at the time, he was, you know, a tough guy, right? It don't matter. I'm going to be good. And that's probably my fault because I babied them, pampered them. But every other situation made him know, like, hey, it's going to be okay. Um, but this one, I knew. I felt it in myself. I said, I'm not right. going back on my word. And uh, his mother actually called me at, like, midnight because he couldn't stop crying. And uh, – She's like, Coach, uh, what are you going to do? I said, Ma, you know I love you. Uh, we've been through this for two years, but he crossed the line. Uh, point of no return. Um, we'll speak to the team and, and moving forward as far as what they want to do with him. But he'll never play again for me. And, and that was – it was tough for me because, like I said, he's my most talented player, man. So, right. As a coach, and you don't want to do that, moment. but you got to also draw the line in the sand. You have to. Yeah, yeah, you, you have to. Yeah, you know, I agree. And, um, what do you think the hardest thing to teach is? In the sport of basketball. For us, the, well, I mean, we spoke about man defense one, but I also yeah. think that the toughest thing to teach is, and this is like going back old school, is the triple threat position for us. Because um, a lot of my kids, uh, they like to either the ball is hot or they never want to get rid of it. Right. And it's just right. like, once you get that ball, it's three things you're going to do, baby. Like, and let's make a decision. Let's get in this position to do it. And now rock and roll. So just teaching my kids 
um, how the triple threat position works and how, you know, you can always make yourself a threat out of it. Don't have kids knowing that, hey, he's going to catch it and shoot it. Right. Uh, it, it, that's my biggest challenge right now. Right. And yeah. Well, I agree. I think footwork and that are the huge, are huge ones. Absolutely. Um, if you, um, all right, so let me go through, I'm going to go through my rapid fire and ask you a bunch of questions <laughs> here. Um, so what's your favorite, what, what is your favorite type of basketball brand of basketball? Oh, I love, um, the rocks. Those my, I love, you do. And is that what yeah. you play with? Yeah. Until playoffs, then we have to play with Spalding. But, uh, before that we use the rock. Okay. And do you practice with the Spalding? We go back and forth. Once we get closer to the playoffs, we break it out. Okay. But before that, in, in the season, we play with the Rock. Okay. Um, what is uh, – if you could change one thing about basketball, what would you change? Mm, the three-point line. Really? Why? Uh, right now in this generation, they, they just fell in love with it. Uh, I just want to get my kids – a little tougher and it won't okay. be forever i just want to take it away for a year to teach my kids how to do something oh you else. want to literally get rid of it wow okay <laughs> I, I what i want is i want a wider court oh i think the bodies are getting so big that the court isn't wide enough it's, it's not, not like wide long enough, enough right? either but at least at the collegiate level they've dealt with that um yeah i want to or move the rim up Ooh. Ooh. Mm -hmm. That'd be, That's an, easy, that'd be an easy like fix. Move it up to like 10 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That would neutralize things. Um, it would a lot. It would. One word to describe your ideal player. Tough. Okay. Uh, if you could go to one sporting event in the world, what would it be and why? Army, Navy. Football game. Um Wow. I think that's, yeah. Uh, you're, the, you're, you're the first one to say that. Okay, go ahead. Why? Yeah, yeah. I think actually probably because it's fresh in my head. I just got finished watching that Showtime series okay. uh, where they followed Navy football for the uh, for the season. And that game, I just it has so much historical context to it. Uh, the president's always there. Um, it's a big thing. And then you're also seeing people who are going to defend the country, you know? So, like, just the whole atmosphere that, game i would love to be a part of it just to see uh how much tradition it has uh, I, i'm i'm looking forward I, i'm gonna get there before it's all said and done okay um your favorite pregame meal i can't eat on game days i can't eat on game days. <laughs> that's fair uh one skill not being taught communication okay um one thing you do to relax music okay one coaching technique you consider important communication okay <laughs> amen um yep. Best basketball player you have seen in person? I'm going to go with a guy like people don't really know because he's from my hometown. Uh, Jonathan Peterson is his name. He played at Roosevelt High School in Yonkers. Um, okay. But we also grew up together. Um, he was he was the best basketball player I've, I've seen play because uh, he just he could do it all. Okay. Um, best basketball player of all time? Mm. Well, you my can tell you're younger. You can tell you're younger. Yeah, uh, but I'm, I'm going to go with Mike. I love Michael. And, you know, this last dance thing, I guess, because it's also fresh in the head, too. But uh, I also grew up, you know, in the 90s where they were doing what they were doing. And my and my mom was a huge Michael Jordan fan. My dad was a, was a Nick fan. So it was great to see them going Knicks at it. Do have a basketball team? <laughs> I know, right? In the 90s, they did, though. In the 90s, they did. The 90s, they did. Um, but, uh, yeah, Michael Jordan, man. and um, The Knicks. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think the Bucks are better than the Knicks. No, 
lights out. But in the '90s, man, with Patrick Ewing, he had he had New York City rocking, man, rocking. Did they ever make it to a finals? Oh uh, well, mm, I mean, no. if he makes a finger roll, right, in a different situation. Knicks, <laughs> the Knicks. Oh my God. Um. Anyway, it's kind of like the Mets. Um. <laughs> sorry, I'm a Cubs fan. So I've, I've got oh. to experience joy for the first time. Yeah, yeah you years. get a ring and then everything just changes. Everything's good, changes. Man. But I was a Cubs fan before they were horrible. Trust me. I was like, like yeah, anyway. Um, one thing that helped you become a better coach. Listening. Amen. Um, best game you've seen in person. I was at the Barclays when Duke beat UNC in the ACC tournament. Oh, I bet that was a good game. That was great. Cause my boy's a UNC fan and I'm a Duke fan. So, uh, yeah, uh, that was a great night. Dude, North Carolina had a tough season, man. Yeah, yes, they did. They had a, they had a tough season. Yes, they, um, they, they got a kid from, actually, Westchester going out there to play next year. Oh, they do? Davis, yeah. Uh, one word to describe your coaching style. Loud. Okay. Um, best basketball coach of all time. Mm, there's so much controversy involving my guy, but I really, 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 really did like Bobby Knight, man. Okay. I really did like Bobby Knight. Knight. Yeah. Um, one book you would recommend? Um, one book I recommend is uh, David and Goliath by Malcolm Gladwell. First of all, his podcast is awesome. If you don't yes. listen to his podcast. Yes. You listen to Coach Unplugged, but you should listen to that too. It's <laughs> great. That's a great podcast. It I is. love that. I, he doesn't really come is. out enough. He's got some other ones that are good that are kind of under his umbrella, but he's so, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so good. Um, your favorite quote? My favorite quote, oh, I have a few, but uh, the the journey of a thousand miles begin with one step. That's that for everybody building a program. That's that's your Absolutely. honey. That's your honey point right there. <laughs> that's the All bread right. and butter. So, so this is always my last question. Um, one, uh, what would you tell? Now you're young, so this yeah, is gonna yeah. be a little bit harder. <laughs> but what would you tell your younger self, or what would you tell a young coach? that you've learned in your first couple of years. Now, yes. this is a little different than when I'm asking a 50-year-old. Like, <laughs> always my last question. It's like, what, no, would I love tell, it. No. what would you tell yourself here? I'm going to change it. What would you tell yourself before you took you, – before you coached your first high school mm -hmm. game, mm -hmm. what would you tell yourself? What um, would you say to yourself before, when you just got the job and you're driving home, what would you tell yourself? Uh, I would tell myself to – figure out what I want to do and just do that very well. Um, because a lot of times, especially last year and the year before, I would just try to do a little bit of everything. Right. Um, but, Get good uh, at something. Correct. Yes. Uh, let's do what we do. And if we do that very well, I don't think we can be stopped. So that's something I'm working through mentally. And that's something I also tell my younger self, right? Figure out who you are. Do what you do, if it's books, if it's sports, just do it very well. Man. Well, what I tell people to is simplify. Like, so, okay, again, for people listening a year from now, we're in COVID. Coaches are doing great things right now. But there yes. are 80 billion yes, clinics yes, yes, out yes, there yes, right yes, now. Yes, yes, yes. I had to stop. I stopped all notifications because I it's agree. too much. I like, agree. I can't watch six hours of video a day on 18. So what I did was, okay, I, that's why I'm starting doing podcasts on building a program and practice planning. I narrowed my topic yeah. so I could get good at it. Now, once yeah. I'm done with that, I will broaden and I'm going to work on some pressing stuff that I want to learn about. So right. I think for a young coach, 
narrow. There's lots it. of free resources. If you want to learn how to run a two-two-one, there's YouTube nice. channels. The cow comes home. There's coaches in your area that run a two-two-one or whatever. Call them. There's yeah. it. But don't yeah. try to learn everything because you can't. Okay, it's not yes. what you know; it's what your players know. Yes, yes. <laughs> now yes. you need to know That's everything because coach over here might be playing me, and he might do something down the stretch. Right. I have to counter for it, so I have Correct. to know a lot of things. But it's what they know. It's correct. You know, so you really have to narrow. So that's that would be you know I usually don't jump in on these, but that would be my advice to these. No, I, I love that, and I wrote that down. It, narrow. it literally cool. caused what little hair I have to fall. <laughs> it's like seriously because it's just, and I love that all these people are doing it. The National yeah. Association of Basketball Coaches are doing uh, yeah, it. Yeah. Our state associations doing it. You know the virtual clinics are doing it. Mm -hmm. Those are all mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. Narrow. Find Correct. a mentor and narrow, narrow, yes. narrow, 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 narrow. Yes. yes. Thank you. Yes. I, I need that. <laughs> yeah. Need yeah. That. Because it's too much. You feel like you're not doing enough. That's the problem. Right. It's this, Absolutely. Um, it's this imposter syndrome that we all go through. It's mm. like, man, everyone's watching all these tapes and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, no, yeah. they're not unless they have no life. Correct. Correct. <laughs> I mean, who has time to watch all these things? All of that. Yeah, no. And I, I think you, you said the biggest thing for me, and uh, and that's what I figured out, is I need to know it all, but they don't, right? And that was a big thing for me. Is like, you, don't need and, to know it, you don't need to know it all in depth. Right. Like, you maybe need to spend, and I need to learn how to play pack line D, and we, I right. got I'm a king of that. But, right. I, you know, I need to know how to run a 2-3 or a 1-3-1, one, one, but I don't need to be, like, an expert at I'm not an expert Correct. at everything. I'm, and if I'm not, I try to find people that are. That will Correct. Um, but it's like you can't be an expert in everything. Right. You know? It's like, right. you know, yeah. So, well, thank you, Coach. I really appreciate coming on. No, I do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Please keep putting out the content because I love it. Uh, I love what you're doing. Um, and even, you know, your family, I wish you guys the best during this tough time, man. Uh, I'm happy you and your son got to share that moment yeah, in his uh, high great. school career. Um, and again, like I said, I'll be reaching out just to get some more advice because uh, I love what you're doing out there. Uh, I love what you're building. Uh, it's amazing. So thank you for having me. For really, you're you're welcome. Pleasure. You're welcome. Stay safe. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe, like, Jump up and down, review, do whatever you got to do. Um, also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.